Hey, this is Chris Roach, and you're listening to TRSS. She wasn't ready. This is Matthew Kaplowitz, director and producer of the documentary Girl Fight, a Muay Thai story, and you're listening to TRSS. It's fashion time. It's Sean Lightbob Merriman, and you're listening to TRSS. Welcome to the end of your life, and I promise it's going to happen. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. <laughs> I sit here as I watch heat coil around with uh, fidget spinners. He recants to me. While he plays with the dual fidget spinners, uh, he recants to me. You don't spend a lot of money on them, right? Uh, It it can be. That one right there, the blue one. I think, no matter of fact, no. Both of them were like $8. Those are caro. Yeah, that's it's 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 a little something. Shit, there was one that um, super producer Sally wanted. It was about fourteen dollars. Uh, what was? What was, not, was not even being a jerk. What was so special about it? It was it was pretty. It was like purple and. Oh, it was like. Dirty. Yeah, it was different. It was very different. It was. It, look, it looked like someone like a. Well, why don't sea, they? Like why don't they put like? like see here. Why don't they put like a face or something so that when you spin it, you can see the face? Well, they have certain things like that. They have like certain um. Uh, Spinners like that. There was one in particular that uh the, the the store that we go to, she the woman had to show me specifically because it was real cool. It, had, it looked like it had gears all over it, mm. and you spun it and the gears spun at the same it time the noise like a whole thing. And it was yeah, it was like very mechanical looking. Yeah, thirty five dollars. Exactly. Yeah, that's the discount I get on my phone bill for my job. <laughs> it's like thirty five dollars, so you could get yourself a mechanical spinner. I saw it on YouTube. YouTube they have um. Oh, do they? Do, for that, I, I know there's like fair anxiety issues, but why not just have like one? Like we were just talking about like big Beyblades. Build your own and have like a competition. Well, well, the competition now is that people doing tricks with them. Yeah, like people, I, you can only yeah. do so much. Uh, I mean, you know, you can spin it on your nose and then catch it with your fucking dickhead or something. If you can know. catch it, like if you could do this, thumb, knuckle to knuckle to knuckle without messing up the spin, that's right. cool. Yeah, d- describe to people what what was Beyblades because I, I think. That was a, a I I <laughs> I was like my little like moment when I used to work with um like youth I used to you know try to try to pick their brains outside of like sports and what they were into back then it's like four or five years ago they were into Beyblades and you know I would watch and then some kids would bring like the the Beyblade arena to 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 like you know the center and to battle yeah and they would throw in like five of them joints and everybody would like you know be in the center of it and they were like these little we do battle in baby yeah these little like sphere looking things your shit together kids with um rods and 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 brains and all these metal things and you just you, you could build your own you could buy your own and I got into it I started building my own and I used to play with the kids, and then you had a ripper, and the, the depending on how the ripper would rip the Beyblade, the Beyblade would get ripped in a certain angle so that, like, its blade would actually attack correctly. Yeah. That just sounds intricate for real. Yeah, it? like, I actually, and I started, like, really, really, really getting into it. Those yeah. little kids were into some cool shit, and I was just like... Didn't you tell me you had competitions with it as well? We had the summer competition at our, like, summer finale, and... um, Who won that? I did. 
Uh, would you like to disclose how you won? <laughs> I just told you the story. I'll tell you again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I won. Uh, the listeners didn't hear I it. I won because I I absolutely, absolutely within the rules cheated. <laughs> Notice <laughs> how he says within the rules he cheated. I cheated because it was nothing. It was absolutely cheating, but it was nothing against the rule. Like, you know, there was like a little uh, part, you know, on the table where if the Beyblade crossed that, you know, area, it would be disqualified. Right. So me and like the final contestant were literally on the edge and. Apparently the table moved a little roughly. Oh, the, ta- the table moved. Yeah, the table oh. moved, and apparently my Beyblade survived the movement. Oh, oh, no, nobody's uns- nobody's sure about how the table. No, moved no, this, no. There's there's E sixties about it. There's thirty for thirties going on. It. Yeah, <laughs> you got the sports reporters yeah, doing sport, it. Yeah, they, you know they're coming out of retirement just to talk about my Beyblade. I won tickets. Brian Gumble did a real sports. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I won tickets though to go see the Nets to play the Kings and. <laughs> Like I said, I, it was more memorable for me than that little kid. He probably didn't know what was going to happen. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah, there uh, you go, man. Uh, Keith, the purveyor of uh, crushing children's dreams one dream at a time. I, I, I helped him develop another dream. There you go. Because he lost and he had to learn how to lose. That's Somewhere that kid now has like 500,000 shares in fucking Facebook or some shit. <laughs> I'm like just that. saying like... He, and waiting he, to crush Keith. <laughs> He's waiting for I, the right I, time. I, I, I did the honorable thing and I gave that kid a life lesson. Wow. <laughs> That, that, that's why that's why you don't work with kids anymore good I, job <laughs> the patients run so thin yeah. welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast I'm your host Jay Red Santee and of course I'm sitting here with the acquired taste Keith is in the building ladies and gentlemen as you know podcast poppy the podcast poppy I'm really I really think that's a good one that should, yeah. that should catch on I bench warm with words you know yeah. Yeah, so that's if it. anybody's interested uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flexible with my linguistics <laughs> I use it, you know. You flexing with your vocab? Yeah, my you know? vocab, you know. <laughs> my linguistics. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook, on the Like and Group page, the Regular Season Sportscast, as well as on Instagram, at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter, at RWJ Santi, as well as on YouTube, at the Regular Season Sportscast. Also, check us out on our central our central headquarters at RageWorks.net. That's where you get everything, man. That's where everything roll. It just rolls right through comic books, TV shows, movies. Call me when it's over. Black is the new black. The variant issue. Turnbuckle tabloid, and of course TRSS. We're all there. We're all on there. You don't need to go to any other sites. There's no need to have uh, bookmarking different sites for different things. You have everything under one umbrella at RageWorks.net. Uh, so this week, Keith. Uh, you you had a you had a nice uh, nice nice little sit down interview. Call me when it's over. Coming out this week with uh, Josie's boy. It was a nice it was a nice uh, little that was cool man soiree. You guys yeah we had like a little you know we had like a, a little you know dive into like just life and it was it was pretty cool being on his show and it was nice that I actually got to be a guest. For once, you it know doesn't seem like that because when you hear the interview, it sounds like you were doing you, you were right in form doing interviewing. It's like back and forth. It, I, is, I don't is know. A, like, it's healthy. It's it healthy. felt like it felt like we were like talking regular. You yeah, know? like it didn't feel like we were even you know recording. It felt like we were literally hanging, and um, it felt like it was only fifteen minutes long, which was that was the cool part. That's what's always cool when you do uh, interviews. Like I, I've, I like, I've, I'm rarely. On the opposite end of being on it, uh, of, of an interview, I'm always like doing the interview, not mm. being interviewed. Mm. So um, when you start getting free flowing, you you it, I don't know. I've never I when I do it, mm. I'm always conscious of time, so I always have to look. 
But when I, you know, I've not never in been the in moment, there. Yeah, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not in. The, in the, so one, but you know, one I, I caught myself asking him questions, but not realizing that I was interviewing the person who was interviewing me. But I kept thinking <laughs> of like, you know, let me ask him this. The, uh, the 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 insights of Josie's boy. You have to crack that shell. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to 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 play that back and to to definitely hear that over. Yeah, it was really cool. Make sure you check them out. That that interview comes out this weekend. Call me when it's over. Dot com. Also check out Josie's boy at uh, underscore call me when it's over at Instagram. So yeah, this week was one of those um laid back week man uh, uh uh sports wise it was some some happenings going on uh you had the you know the i had to i had to reach out to you because there was the the the, the rumblings that was going on in uh in euro soccer mm-hmm. um i didn't i wasn't i didn't understand it so i was trying to like get you know i'm trying to get into the fold so next year well this year when uh fifa comes out you, but yeah but i'm gonna play buy, that. i'm gonna buy the game so i could then uh, get you a better, then I could get you into it. get to the point where you follow it like on tv all right how it goes uh okay I'll, I'll the the base of it pretty much is you, there's this tournament it's a worldwide tournament amongst the best leagues in the world pretty much it's like remember when Mortal Kombat one came out all the fighters in the world right. went to that island that's basically what it is um every league though it's not like the best team gets in what they do is they give you a uh, pretty much a, a open chance for every team to get into the the Champions League the name of the league is called the Champions League right. So the base, the base league is the, how many teams going to Champions League? Oh, shit, um, there's possibly eight groups, and right. in each group there's four teams. So I'd say thirty-two. Oh, okay. So it's a th- I think it's a thirty-two team, and it's not a bracket. It's uh four teams getting put. In, there's there's groups. So in each group there's four teams. And each team plays each other twice. Mm. And the team that has the most points at the end of the group when everybody plays each other twice, the top two teams get through. So then the bottom two teams stay out. And then it turns into a tournament. It turns into, like, you know, the top seed versus the right. bottom. And then you just do that all the way till you get the last two. So How long, how long is that that you, that's going to take? Uh, okay, so the, we're at the final. The final is June 9th, I want to No, J- June 10th or June 9th, I think it is. June 9th. Mm. Uh, we just got through the final uh, last uh, four teams. Uh, the final is going to consist of Juventus from uh-huh. the Italy Italy uh, league and uh, the Spanish league, Real Madrid. Pretty much the English league, I'll use the English league as an example. Chelsea just won the English league, so they're guaranteed a spot. But you just have to make the top four, and it's like that for most leagues. Some leagues is three, but... Because the English league is 20 teams, it's top four. Some leagues are shorter, so it's like top three. You make the top four and you win. But there's instances where, see, Arsenal finished fifth. And I am the Arsenal fan. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you finish fifth, you're not in top four. You're not going to get in. But Manchester United, they finished sixth and they're in the Champions League. The way that happens where, like I try to explain to you, there's something called the Europa League. Now, for anybody out there who knows college basketball, you know, you got the NCAA tournament, which is the Champions League. Then you have the NIT, which is the Europa League. If you win that, you get like an automatic ticket in. That's pretty much all it is. Manchester United, the year before, they finished fifth. Oh, if you finish fifth, you qualify for Europa. You get into the NIT, get that ticket. If you win that, you go into the Champions League. That's a good way to get into the Champions League if you don't finish top four. So now, next year, we're not Arsenal won't be in the Champions League. They'll be in the Europa League. But if they win that, they'll get in. That's okay. pretty much how it works. But if you finish top four, you don't have to worry about that. 
So you got ways to get in, you know? All right. That's so. pretty much all it is. But then it's not easy because you can play, let's just say you play this weekend, Saturday, then Tuesday you got your Champions League game. And then right away, right back at it next week, you know. So oh, it's so like you're playing you're, in two you're, leagues you're at once. In two leagues, okay. So it's, it's like tough. basically like softball. So you what they a yeah. team, like playing in every other. What they league. try to do is they they hit you off with it. Like I know February is Champions League time, and I think from September no from October to November. I think those two months are consisting of when you got to play all those games in a span of one week. But it's it's they 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 shrink it to where you you know it. it like they haven't played Champions League before these past four teams played in probably like two months, right. so they they have time if you can get that far in it. But yeah, mm. so uh, like I said, but, but it, I, I, like I said, I would have to like I really would have to invest in probably that is like FIFA. that is when do they you do start it in the FIFA games. As yeah, well? but because they don't have the rights to it, it's called the Champions Cup instead of the Champions oh, League. But, but it's, it's still, the same it's thing. The same thing. But it's the reason why it has that name is if you look at the two teams that are in the final, most of the time it's like this. Juventus won the Italy League and Real Madrid won the Spanish League. So you have to be pretty much a champion to get even into this league. Right. So it's tough. It's tough. But, yeah, now once that ends, you'll be soccer will be pretty much off to, like, September, and then everything starts back up. Yeah, I mentioned that you was in uh, Call Me When It's Over this this week, uh, callmewhenitsover.com. Make sure you check it out. Check out all his episodes, your girl's favorite artist, of course. Um, and I ask you guys, we're going into discussions with women and, uh, mm-hmm. and females and stuff like that. So I, 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 have, I have a question now because I'm, I'm, going, I'm going through something. Anyway. When you're with a woman... Uh, first of all, two two things come in mind. Number one, do they uh, know ahead of time your, your love for sports and how uh, your time would be um, <laughs> not as available during certain during certain sports seasons? Okay, um, so I had to grow with that with every woman I you know in, encountered as I grew older. There was a girl. Uh, who at one point absolutely hated the fact, but she accepted it. God bless her. She accepted it, but hated the fact that we would never see each other on Sundays, but it wasn't ever, it was not going to happen. Right. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to watch these games. You can come watch the games with me, but if I can give you six days out the week, give me my one. But I've learned that as I got older and I started getting older and wiser and, you know, really like diving into these, to these, to the women that I would, you know, encounter, you know, I, I, I before probably wouldn't open that door to, to, to having the the woman join me with a, a sport event or whatever. And as I got older, it it actually became a lot easier to talk to women when I you would use my, my knowledge for sports. And even if they don't know sports, it's even cooler when they find it cool that you know it. But um be honest with you, I toned it down a lot. I used to be extremely obsessive of where I needed to be to watch a certain event. But now it's pretty much... Sundays when the NFL is on, you know, I, I really need to see my games. Right. Other than that, um, you know, I, I can I can be hanging with you and keep my eye on one and keep my eye on you. But I've even been on a date where I knew it was not going to go well. But because I was the game was on a really cool, like big screen, I stood there <laughs> and the, 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 the angle that we were sitting in, I can look at her and she could think I was looking at her and while looking the, at the, the game. Back, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And that was pretty cool, but that was actually like it was a waste of time because why I could have just stood home and watched that. But now I mean if you just pretty much 
pretty much say, you know, I like to do this, I like to do that with a woman, whether it's sports or getting in, like, exercise shape or painting or whatever it is, is whatever you, the muse of your life is away from a relationship, they'll, if they're into you, they'll accept it. They'll even jump in, I think. Uh, and I was gonna ask you. You mentioned that uh, during that you said you know one day of the week you gotta you gotta give it to. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I even even if I'm if I'm lucky enough to embark on something with a woman right now in my life, if that opportunity comes across, uh, I mean, I, I'll definitely want to see the female here and there. But you know, time away is always good, so yeah. that's the best time for me to get away and not worry about nothing because. She'll know I'm I'm per, per, uh, perfectly fine, and I know I'm she's perfectly fine. You know, like, oh, hey, this is his date or do his guy thing. Right. That's fine. I I truly would like that, and most girls understand that. When you get involved with a woman, do you, do you, are you a needy person about time and attention? Uh, I mean, personally, I've always been a a, a fan of you know once a week is cool, and we could chit chat here and there. Right. I mean, if you want to see me more, is always an added plus, but. I think uh, if you and the person are really into each other, you don't even think of it as terms of needy. You just enjoy that company, and it doesn't come across in a negative light. I think more than anything, it's cool when a woman wants to spend time with you Mm -hmm. because I always feel like, you know, you could get so complacent in so many facets of life that when you find some type of companionship, I mean, the more you hang out and the more both people are enjoying themselves, the better. Right, but I mean, every time every every person has that you know point where they they just need like a, a fresh air, a walk here, a walk there, and I mean it, it's all about communication. At the end of the day, you know, if you if you and that person just are able to freely speak to one another, I don't see what what time away or time together should you know, ever inflict on anything that has to do with the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, because you got when I'm looking at the broad scope, it becomes when you're, uh, especially like I said, involving with perfect, you know, perf- you got professional life going in, you got family life, you got to go mm-hmm. in, and then you know, yeah, some people have it sports. easier, some people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then like, don't get me, wrong, I remember a really cool girl I was dating, awesome girl, I can't say the damn thing bad about her. She got the one time, the one time she got freaking mad. I mean, mad at me. It was over the most dumbest shit. Uh, the division came out, <laughs> and I mean, we 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 farmed that whole farming is like you know when you're playing and storing stuff in the video game. Man, me and my boys were playing. I think we played from Friday. I'm not exaggerating. From Friday night all the way to about Sunday, like 1 a.m. Like, and I didn't hit her up. I didn't nothing. And she's like, "Yo, what the fuck, yo? Like, hello?" And I was like, "Yo, I'm so sorry, but." We literally beat the game, you could say more or less, the concept of the game in that time span. But, yeah. I mean, we were all into it, and we were so like, oh, my God. And I haven't played a game like that since, and I was just like, damn. Like, I don't think I've ever like put a female on a back burner over a video game. Yo, but let me tell you, I don't son. Think I've ever I don't, done that. I, I'll sit here and say I would never do that. But when it's literally you, and then I, we had a clan of four, <laughs> and then on the, on the group chat, it was another eight. And everybody's doing this, and then we had the yo. It was crazy, bro. It was I, crazy. Now, now my th- my thought would be: was it because of the video games, or was it because of it was the camaraderie with the friends? It was because like, it was because of the boys. Because when when I would play it dolo, she could, she would hit me up, and I answered quickly. But I ain't hit her up for a few days, like two days, I think. And she hit me 
And I was just like, yo, I hit it when I'm done. But it was so exciting. It was more the camaraderie. <laughs> and I don't play video. You know, I don't play video games yeah, like yeah. that. But I was, I went hard for that game. I'm yeah. trying to think what would like, what would, what game would have me like on on timeout with somebody for me. Yo, and the funny crazy. thing is, I don't like that game. Like, that's not even a great game for me. But because we were all on it, yeah. it's hard. It's cool when everybody's on the game like that and everybody's popping crazy shit about it. Yeah, that's another thing. I gotta, we gotta talk more about some games. We gotta get some uh, gaming talk here because esports and all that shit is getting a big, big push. I know. Right so I gotta... actually want to catch one of their shows because yeah. apparently it's pretty cool. But the thing is, is that it's I'm hard to sell out the garden and shit. Like, but it's hard like... for me to like. I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta develop in terms of like learning that that is a a thing now because I don't know if I could sit down and I, it's hard for me to do it in somebody's house to sit down and watch, watch people them play. play. Yeah, and me not be involved. You right. feel me? Like. I guess it's one of those things you you have to pick a team and then just like, like yeah I, I mean I guess it got to be a game that I know I'm not even I'm nowhere near gonna be as good as that person playing it right, and be impressed me? by like how yeah, they play it like I, the one game that I sit here and say like I'm not good at but I like to play is Call of Duty I'm not good at it at all but it's fun because I, I always said like yo when you're trash at it it's more fun yeah like you could. Because you you're not invested yeah, in it. Yeah, you get 10 kills and you hype. You know what I'm saying? Like, Listen, I seen a motherfucker kill 103 yeah, people like when with you, a knife. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, but then at some point you get tired of being at that level. You know what I'm saying? See, me, I go 10 kills. If I get 15 next, I'm... I'm jumping up and down in joy. Yeah, you know if what I'm I get saying? five, I'm good because I'm, yeah. re- I'm really bad. Like, as soon as I respawn, it's yeah. like, boom. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? A WMD. Like, come on, man. <laughs> That's this the thing, though. Bullshit. Like. See that game I would if I could if I could see how they could tactically if a group of dudes tactically yeah. go against another clan of dudes real tactically and speak tactically mm-hmm. I'll be impressed and I'll sit and watch right. that. But you, you there's no way in hell you're gonna have me sit down and, and Bravo and watch. team enter, bravo, bravo, go, 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 yeah, go. Click. I've seen them two play. Two clicks left, two clicks yeah, left. Yeah, that's cool. See, I think that's cool. <laughs> but you're not gonna find me watching them do some wizard game and I don't even know what the game's about. It's like, nah. <laughs> Nah, man, nah, man. All right, guys, when we come back, we got uh, this week's rant as well as uh, talking sports and shit. I think Keith also has some acquired taste moments. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know if what's, what's rocking in his head this week. We, whoever knows. So uh, I don't even be. Yeah, who knows? When we come back, like I said, got uh, this week's rant. Keith is going to piggyback on that and uh, check you guys in a sec. Why look at what we have here, folks? T R S S bits and pieces. Are you ready for the new way of loving and listening to music that you've probably heard of before but never heard it quite like this? Well, get ready because with Valentine's Day approaching. You'll be wanting to listen to music sung by your friend and ours, Leticia. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you on iTunes and on any bootleg corner store, you can get Letty's love songs. Letty brings you songs from the 90s and the new millennium. Such as Forever Letty. Forever Letizia. I am your dream. I'm holding you close and keeping you warm. Cause I am Letty. Okay. I'll roll blunts for you if you want. 
such as we don't even talk anymore fuck you bitch we don't even know what we argue about don't even say i love you no more fuck you bitch baby how we feel is no longer allowed Card. You took all the food stamps that I got with it. You went and took all the stuff where I got my cigarettes, motherfucker. I can't even smoke the other day because you took all my Lucy's and everything, you motherfucker. Get the fuck out of my house. Now, Letizia also brings to you more contemporary songs. Songs you may know, such as If I got locked away, boosting clothes at Macy's. Tell me honestly, would you have bail for me? Okay, listen, you better fucking get this, alright? This fucking album is the shit. I'm telling you right now, I got like 14 tracks, blazing shit. I got fucking Rapper Life on there. I got Misery. It's gonna be crazy. I'm telling you, I got seven kids, no baby fathers. I gotta feed them. They all want Xbox 12s, and they all wanna get Jordans, all the fly shit, because I only wear Jordans. They don't get shit, alright? So you can get it on iTunes. You can get it at RageWorks.net. And if you want, I'll come to your crib and I'll sell you the bootleg hooked up, alright? Y'all better get my shit for real, world up. I'm not playing with y'all. I'll cut you fucking deep. Letty loves you and have a happy Valentine's Day, okay? Stop crying like a bitch. I ain't cut you that deep. This commercial was brought to you by the Regular Season Sportscast. You're listening to the Regular Season Sports Podcast with your host, Jay Sante. I'm good, Hank Flynn. This week's rants. It's like beating a dead horse, but uh, since it's basically uh, we're in uh, NBA Finals mode, I guess I have to about time talk about uh, yeah about time. And it's and it's still we still have to wait because it's still like a week away because mm-hmm. they have to next play Thursday. next Thursday. So uh, gives time for teams to uh, rest up and uh, you know and get game plans and strategies together. Whatever nonsense the NBA wants to tell you guys, I mean, they should everybody. be used to each other. You would think now, by right? now, right? Uh, but uh, you know, we we've talked about uh, the debate with LeBron James verbatim, but I don't really want to talk about him. I want to talk about the Eastern Conference in general. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. I was having a conversation with Josie's boy off the mic this morning. The Eastern um, Cavaliers, yeah, <laughs> just basically them. But um, how basically. No one preps their teams anymore for uh, the 
competition itself within the division or within the conference. Everybody's just prepping their teams for one individual and one individual only. Everybody's got to beat LeBron. It's not even beat the Cavaliers. It's beat LeBron. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, 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 I looked at what the Eastern Conference is made up of, and I, I, I it's, it's um, you don't have many superstars. You have mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. You have good players. Mm-hmm. You have individuals who can uh, possibly, maybe, uh, become one of those that are will be a, a a face or a franchise type. Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's not like the West. The West has a few guys out there. The East does not have that kind of star power. And I'll ask you, uh, do you think that there's any way to transition the East to become a a a, a focal point like it used to be in the, like years ago? No, and nothing. There's nothing that they can do. Not even the West. I think the West. The West because for like. Maybe like eight years straight, the West was considered before Golden State became Golden State. Um, when San Antonio and LA were holding shit down, you could sit here and say, "Oh, maybe San Antonio this year, maybe LA or whatever, whatever the case may be." You even had a Dallas one year that uh, the West, you know, reigned dominant over the East. But now, none of those teams in the West, even with all that style power, star power, I was. It's funny you bring this up. I was talking to a friend today. I was like, "Yo, whatever you can." You can take all the stuff. You take away Cleveland and take away Golden State from the league. You could put any fantasy team together. If it doesn't pertain with a Warrior or a Cavalier, they're not beating either of those teams. Right. Because, number one, unfortunately, those teams in the East don't have a, a chance in hell with LeBron. It's just not going to happen. You have to wait until he's done. Boston, they have all these draft picks. It won't mean Jack because LeBron is not done playing. He's not going to be done playing. They could have gotten... Jimmy Butler, they can possibly, let's just say they get Jimmy Butler, they get Gordon Hayward, right? That means you got Isaiah, Jimmy, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, and a bunch of whatever. They would probably go six, seven games against the Cavaliers and lose. And that's their future or their, that's, that's a prize now. If you can get to the Eastern Conference, I mean, look, it sucks for me to say that. I mean, nobody wants to kind of see like top heavy. Right, you know, but the NBA has done its very best to try to not make it top heavy by kind of hoarding all young stars to so all the young markets that they get drafted to. But at the end of the day, it's a plan that I, f- I feel like has backfired on the NBA because you hoard, you could you, your rookie contract goes from rookie year to year four or five, and then you get hoarded by that team, be it by becoming a restricted free agent. By be, being a restricted free agent, you have no freedom until the team decides to to to, to add on. The next three years or to let you walk. I feel like if they just make them unrestricted free agents after the rookie year, you'll see a more diverse league. Because these rookies, um, the the kids in Minnesota, um right. they're not gonna leave Minnesota no time soon. Oh, Anthony Tom, and um exactly. Towns and um Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. They're not listen, Minnesota not winning dick until never. Uh, until those two teams until those two players leave Minnesota and decide to do whatever it is they wanna do. Pelicans, they got those two big guys for nothing. It's it's it's, it's never ever ever gonna work until like, you got a team like Golden State with legit two MVPs and then two other legit All Stars. Ain't no team in the West with all the, any star power is not gonna mess with that. And then in the East, you already said it. There's not enough teams out there. They plan to build against LeBron, but 
See, I feel like if you just plan to be a good team and you could try and just get stars on the way there, maybe you might have a chance. But if LeBron's playing like this at 31, he's going to be playing like this for a long time. He doesn't get hurt. And if he's doing what he's doing now, as efficient as he's doing, you got Kyrie Irving, who's only 23. Kevin Love, at some point, they'll move him, you know, and they'll get something to replace him with. But if Kyrie and LeBron are doing this for another two, three years, maybe more, I don't know, man. I really don't know how, or I don't really see a picture in my brain of the Cavaliers not making the finals. Honestly, with with how it used to be years ago, you know, there were there were instances where we saw players jump ship, go to somewhere else. Money wise, everything was money, 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 money. They were winner. Now I'm seeing a shift to where now I think a lot of players are looking now. They want that 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 gold rush. You know they what want, kills me about that, that though is that it's funny you say that because. Last season, DeMar DeRozan, I mean, listen, I'm not sitting here saying DeMar DeRozan is a top 10 player. He's not. But DeMar DeRozan, he signed a big contract to stay in Toronto. I've always asked, why does Toronto even have a basketball team? You you signed a big contract to stay in Toronto to say you want to be the greatest player in, in Toronto Raptor history. What the, what does that do? <laughs> what does that do for you? In what world are you living the thing that puts the cherry on top, I'm sorry to make this about DeMar DeRozan, is that when they got annihilated by the Cavaliers, he goes, oh, if we would have had LeBron, we would have won. So why the fuck did you stay in, right. in Toronto right. for the money? Yeah. Or, I, I don't know, these kids these days, bro, I, no me entiendo, bro. Because but I also see on what I'm at because like now, you know, everybody was looking at the focal point where it was uh, Golden State is, you know, they, they, everybody says that's a super team. Cavaliers is a super team. It, you know, Boston is trying to get that kind of look to where they want to build as a super team as well. Do you think that the players nowadays they're they're looking to get that championship ring rather than for the money wise, or do you think that they'll go to a team that has possibilities to make that push so they can get the big payoff later? Well, see, it depends on the player because I, I could get it. Let's say for Gordon Hayward. If he is to, you know, if, you know, Utah, I don't think Utah is going to, he's going to have money on the table. See, I can see. But do you think he could walk away from the money on the table to possibly go to Boston to get a championship That's the thing. All right. If we want to just talk about Gordon Hayward, he'd probably stay in Utah Mm. because of the money. Because this is the biggest contract he'll ever sign because he'll probably never be as better than he was this past year. If you get what I'm trying to say. So he'll sign this contract. And then his peak is probably one more year, and then little by little, slowly, slowly, he's not the same player, not worth nowhere near the money he gets paid for. Him going to Boston, they only connect those dots because of the coach. It was his coach in college, and it, it, they actually have a need for small forward. So, yeah. all right, fine. But when you look at the coward, like, KD's a coward. I don't care. If KD would have went to any other team, I would have been okay in my book because you're allowed to be a freedom, like to, to use your freedom right. and go play for whoever you want to play for, but don't go to a team that beat you and smacked you when you almost beat them, mm-hmm. you know? But using moving that aside, I can see why KD went to the Warriors because KD, if KD could sit here and say, I want a ring, multiple rings, or I have that argument against, you know, any other player in my era that's not named LeBron, but right. then, then you sit here and say, but you did it with that team. It's kind of like do you think the other like people will look at it as an asterisk for for his for me as an asterisk like the rumor is Chris Paul going to San Antonio. All right, number one, Chris Paul goes to San Antonio. 
it sounds nice, but then you would just have him and Kawhi because I don't want to hear it. Lamarcus Aldridge is not at right. all what he is. They're still not gonna beat the Warriors. And on top of that, Steph Curry destroys Chris Paul whenever they play. So mm. it's just like it's a means to an end right now because jumping Chris Paul should have been jump ship. And when that when he tried to do that, the the commissioner said no. So it's like you could only do so much. I mean, look, if Melo joins up with Chris Paul, Blake, whatever, they're still not going to beat the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see a combination right now. It's going to take a, hero- a heroic performance by a team like Dallas did that year when they beat Miami right. to, 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 to shock me because I don't see it, man. And these players now, to really deeply answer your question – I really think at the end of the day, they they see it as 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 like I would see it as a fan. Their competitive nature is only going to take them so far. When you see these super freaking built teams, that they're just going to be like, you know what, man? Let me take this let me take this check, let me play it out, give it my all. Because even if I go to a team and it can take a paycheck, I mean, to what end? Right. You know. I also did, we we you know with the draft passing. Uh, you had your 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 insights on what the draft should be. It was actually it's, it's I funny got crazy you, ideas about yeah, the draft, but it's funny because you mentioned it, and I was watching uh the Dan Patrick show the past week, and one of the Danettes made a mention. It was similar to something you mentioned to where everybody should be in a pool mm-hmm. or somewhat. Well, one of the Danettes mentioned it said, you know, the top four teams, mm-hmm. uh, the two from the east, two from the west, of course, mm-hmm. uh, they're excluded. And the rest As are in the pool. Be. Everybody is in the pool. Okay, everybody's in the pool. Okay. Everybody's in the pool. Yours was I can more, dig that. Yours was more a um, auction type way. With uh, only the lottery with teams. With the lottery teams. Yeah, because they need the help. But uh, with, with this outlook, which I said, yeah, there should be more. Because, you know, you don't get – after you know after Mark Cuban mentioning that, you know, the tanking thing, uh, which is like, come on, everybody fucking knows that. It's like it's 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 a common knowledge. Of course, once you know you're mathematically not making the playoffs, of course you're gonna find a way to get a pick. Is there really any substance to the picks nowadays? Like is it because really, uh even even um I forgot the uh, the 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 commentator so they made a mention it's like you could even still pull better players that's in the league and experience already rather than looking to the youth. Because sometimes the youth could maybe hurt the, the the franchise. Well, a good example is what um, Boston's dealing with. Because if they draft, everybody has them taking Markel Fultz because he's a shooting guard. Right. But if they take Ball, Ball's a point guard. And then it hurts the team because you hurt, you put him in a rebuild mode. Because then Isaiah Thomas, what happens to him? I mean, you save $200 million from paying you know, Isaiah Thomas, but then you take a humongous step back with Lonzo Ball because he's not ready for no right to take on the take Cavaliers the right. in the Eastern Conference Finals, you take know? The I got, I, let me tell you something, I got the most, and I'm the NFL guy, but when it comes to the NBA, I have so many ideas to make it more even mm-hmm. that it, it makes me blue in the face because it's just right there in front of you. Right. It's right there in front of you. Don't make these rookies stay eight years with a team. Right. Make it just four, just like the NFL. Let them be free. If they really love the team that drafted them, then they'll show it four years after. Um, that salary cap where you can just put a max and put all those bear rights, take that shit away. Why should why should the team that drafted me be able to give me $30 million more than a team that I know can win? Like, why should I be punished for leaving 
because I want to make sure I can become great. Like, what, what what kind of fucking dictatorship is that? I know we talked about it before, but you think the one and done should be over with the college players? Like, you know, Oh, for me, listen, if you're ready to go in, in high school, you should be able to go. Right. I don't want to hear it. These kids don't go to college to learn. They go there and they make money. The college, the, the cop, look, man, listen, I, I got such beef with college. Man. I always said that. College is going to make buckets. Billions. Yeah. Off you, and you are going because you have no choice. I always said it's like um, you're actually taking away a scholarship for somebody who might. Oh need yeah, it, who that's might, another who's, who's thing. Who's going to need it? Yeah, you're a student athlete. There's a kid who's going to do four years. He knows he's not going to be NBA, but he's college ready. But they know. See, that's the thing. You're, I am on your side so much there, but they're not looking at it like that right. because that kid who stays four years is not the talent that the kid is going to – then we're near the kid, then the kid who's staying one year. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, they're looking at – college is such a business because James Santiago, he says he's going to stay four years, and that scholarship is going to go to him. But if Keith is so good and he's only going to stay one year, the business move is – the money that I'll make off you in four years is nowhere near the money that they'll make off me for staying one year because I'll be a first-round talent, blah, blah, blah. And that's not fair to the player or yeah. the kids. Yeah, because on an average, you see a 15, let's say 15, 20-man roster on a, uh, on a college team. Uh, within the four years, let's say, for instance, for a freshman player who has to see an interchangeable lineup for the four years, you can say about... It's about four. You can say about maybe about 30, 35 to forty players that there's going to be seen because incoming freshmen, outgoing seniors, blah 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 blah. blah. And the NBA um, doesn't even want to hear that you all, stayed more than one year. And all, and after all that, your college in that four years is probably going to see out of probably about thirty five players that just went through that whole rotund, uh, robust change in lineups. Yeah. One player go to the NBA. Everybody else is a student athlete. That's it. You're not producing. NBA players. It's not how many yeah, how many how many times, teams are North Carolina. Yeah, how many how many how many teams are Arizona? How many bus come from Duke? Yeah, how many UCLA? And and I always said that I said North Carolina breeds NBA players. Not Duke. Duke, Duke play the Duke produces college athlete, athletes because they have the student athletes. Student, student athletes. Yeah. Uh, Shashevsky knows what he's doing with that model over there. Oh yeah, he he actually ho- I, I I commend him for that because you have to get that degree. Yeah, you can't not, just play and not you know what I'm saying. And I always felt that the one and done should be over if if, if a player is high if from the High school's ready to go. He's ready to See go. See me, look. If I was, if I was given that God-given talent, I would sit there and say, All right, "I'm gonna go to this school, right? And I'm gonna just judge my talent. I'm gonna judge my growth. And you know what? You could give me all the money in the world, but look, at at some point, you have to like. I've I've had this conversation before, and even it this goes to football. There's some guys who are so good that it hurts them because look at Miles Garrett in the NFL. I think Miles Garrett is amazing, but he has to go and sit in Cleveland for four years. Right. I have to watch him lose right. for at least two years because we don't know what's... I know for the next two years, they're going to be horrible. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. Everybody, every dog has his day, but I have to watch him lose for two years because he was so goddamn good. Look look, look what happened with Derek Carr, your boy. Derek Carr was went to a Fresno State, stood all four years. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to believe in him because of his brother, all that, all that. Nobody cared to see the talent. It helped him. Because he fell to round two, and then mm-hmm. he went to the Raiders, and look at them now. Yeah. So I just think it's it's a, it's a lot of give and take. It's really like a lot of catch-22. But the NBA, they, they purposely, purposely hoard these players on these fro- small franchises because they're hoping to bank on a Russell Westbrook KD situation with all right. of them. And especially for small market teams like and I said, like Minnesota, Milwaukee. I hate it. Who has to sit there and, you know, they have to put – their, their, their young talent on the face of their program. Developing up, but see, that's when I feel like the NBA fails in development because if they were to just let 
at some point, there's going to be a, a breakthrough of talent where it's not just Golden State. It's not just Cleveland. It's going to be a bunch of talent in the league. Mm-hmm. If you were to make it where these kids can freely move, I think four years is enough. I don't see why eight years, seven, eight years is, is, is the, the, the minimum. If you let these kids move... They're, one, they're younger. They still don't know any better. They're going to be like, I still want to win. That winning mentality is going to still be in a younger kid. I think what, what 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 scared the NBA is that they saw a transition a few years ago where... With Chris uh, Paul. Well, Chris Paul and also with a lot of a lot of other players who, you know, there was no Reddit, commitment, Reddit. To, commitment he, to teams. Everybody he, became yeah, what was known he, as journeymen. Everybody became journeymen. If he would have went to the Lakers, the, today the NBA would not be what it is. Right. The, LeBron probably doesn't even go to Miami. I'm telling you, so much stuff would have happened differently. No, by the way, this is the 14th anniversary of the Sports Illustrated uh, cover article in which the statement was, uh, is LeBron James overrated? <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. Um, I'm not even going to bother. If you out here still thinking that, you on the wrong podcast. Is LeBron James overrated? And uh, why can't people just accept that every generation you know, has its guy? And all like, I have to say for that is the White know, Mamba was on a Dan Patrick yeah. show this week and he uh, today and he, the White Mamba the Scalabrini the Sky was Scalabrini uh, okay. he was on I love that that name stuck um <laughs> he was on a, he Greatest does a player, he does a commentary for CSN in he New does, England um, there the New England, England. Yeah, the Boston. and he said he says uh he's LeBron is probably the only player. And probably NBA history that has blown away all expectations that people have from uh-huh. coming out of high school. Absolutely. Blown it away. Absolutely. And you know, I heard something that... You and know, you're not going to see it for a long, oh, no, no, no. long time. You probably won't even ever see it again. There's yeah. going to be stories and documentaries put about this this human being because I've always said that he was not born through a womb. He was built in a... <laughs> he was born, he in, was a born in, a, in a in a in, in some type of science factory. There's no woman who could push that out. He's a, he was a fucking... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no yeah. baby pictures nah, of LeBron. Son, <laughs> I refuse to... Yeah. I have yet to see baby pictures of LeBron. I've, I heard something the other day. I want to see a baby picture with a headband on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chosen one on yeah, the back. Right. I heard something the other day that I like it when I hear things that make me surprised that I haven't thought about it because I'm learning and I'm adapting to a lot of other opinions. I heard something the other day when LeBron had his weak game the other day. I think it was game three against uh, the Celtics where they lost. And, you know, there were so many pundits out there saying, why is it that LeBron has these... These, these these moments where you can't find them and la 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 and you know then you're quick to say well you can't find them but then look at his stat line and nah, nah, nah. and it's just I heard something from Jim Jackson a former NBA player he's now on Fox Sports uh, formerly a uh, Dallas Maverick and I believe he was on New Jersey Net I'm mm. not sure Jim Jackson he says something that I've never heard uh, being said about LeBron James and it's just so true he's like listen the reason why you can't compare him and Mike when he has these bad games, all the LeBron haters come out of the woodworks. You don't even see them for weeks, and now they pop up. And he's like, the reason why LeBron James, you know, puts him, he doesn't really put himself in that situation, but he's hes in that situation where there's so much criticism is because he's so great at overall basketball, at passing, playing defense, making others better, scoring when he needs to, whatever, is that he does so many things great. And when he has those moments where you can't find him on the court and you feel like, why isn't this great player being great right now? It's because he doesn't have a go-to move. Right. And I always 
you know, never wondered why is that? Le- I love LeBron, but I wonder why the fuck does he go missing sometimes? He doesn't go missing. He doesn't shrink. He just has one of those weird games. And hey, Michael had those weird yeah, games. Yeah, and I always tell people, it's like everybody kisses this man's ass, yeah. and I'm like, you do know Mike. Mike had, Mike had, had bad, bad, games. bad games. But yeah. you know, the one thing about Mike and hell, even Kobe and hell, I could give you Wade for that matter. Guys like that or Timmy, because Timmy had his go-to move off the bank, is that those moves, in a good way, I want everybody to understand that this is a good thing, it would bail them out. Right. Because they know they can always do it and it'll always work. Look at Kareem's jump shot, the skyhook. Yeah, the skyhook. It would, it, would, it would bail these players out. LeBron technically really doesn't have a signature move. Hell, yeah. it took him seven years to learn how to play in the post. Mm-hmm. So LeBron is so busy doing all these different things is that when he has his bad game, he can't find a rhythm because he doesn't have that one move that can start that engine. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I always said that, you know, LeBron is always going to make sure that he take, he brings it home. He's not he's not the clutchest player ever, but he knows how to make sure that the clutchest play happens. So that I feel like if he doesn't have a clutch move and he goes disappearing at those moments, that the one thing I'm always going to count on for LeBron, for all those haters out there, is that the right move will be made. The other night they had he was playing bad again. And he let Kyrie just take yeah. over, and and that's one thing that a lot of a lot of a lot of people don't understand. Kobe, that. Kobe's not that type of player. No, Mike wasn't that type Mike of guy. Mike, Mike, Mike would make players great, but when it was time, I, Mike needed the ball no matter what. And he would he would try to shoot the shit out of yeah. That shit and my, I mean, Mike made those plays where he gave it to Kerr, and Kerr hit the game winning shot, whatever. But he was forced in those into those moments. If Mike could rewrite history, he would have rather that shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and by the way, everybody who does this comparison with LeBron and uh, Jordan and stuff, I just got to say, why is, why I just got to ask, why is Kareem never in this conversation? You do know he has the most points in NBA history. Here's like, my debate to that. This is just a Keith debate. I didn't see Kareem. That, and, and, and he was, and that, that was a, 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 a point that was made up earlier, which is, um, I, didn't, I wasn't was, blessed this, this to was see pre, Kareem. This was they were pre TV era. Yeah. After the eighties, once the TV era became like the big sound, that's when all the comparisons and stuff started happening. See, I think Kareem, from the knowledge that I gained over just learning basketball over time, and the knowledge that I gained just to you know look up Kareem, whatever, because I, I I would do that as as a young teen. I would even with football, especially with baseball, more than anything with baseball, I would try my best to look up footage of all these greats. I did it with Kareem. One thing about Kareem, I just feel like probably. W- which was is, is a very sketchy topic is see i feel like an all-time great player could play through any era mm-hmm. i don't know if kareem could have played in the 90s but he damn sure could play in this era because his era so goddamn soft he could hit that sky hook anytime anytime he wants to but see in that 90s era i feel like lebron could play in the 90s era for all those people who swear he flops all the time he i feel like he knows what he's doing mm. he's not purposely flopping because he's a flopper if he could get away with it, he'll get away with it. By the way, Mano Ginobili is the king of flopping. I just want to let you guys know that. He's wh- where's Mano Ginobili from? Where's he from? What country? Europe, from Europe. No, he's from Argentina. I mean Argentina. Excuse me. Yeah, well, Argentina. That's the that's the homeland of soccer. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's the flopping where they, kings. That's where the you're born to flop. I'm thinking out about there. fucking um Tony Parker and and, and, <laughs> and France and, and all that France, shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they were there as well. Yeah. Hey, listen. If you. And mind you, that's another thing. The NBA got so diverse. One, you got all these players from overseas. This is a real thing. They flopping in soccer yeah. is a real. It's, a real it's not thing. frowned upon. It's not that you're supposed to so try do, and get the call. Yeah, you so, get the call. and I always felt like the the closest thing to to basketball is soccer, especially like 
like I always told you, it shouldn't be um, the way it's built now with the Western Conference. It should be one big conference. Mm-hmm. A win shouldn't be going into the win column. I feel like a win should count as three points, right. and a loss is zero, and then you do it from there. And I just feel like it would be more diverse that way. But that's just me playing fantasy with my brain, you know what I'm saying? It will never be like that. All right, guys. Tons and tons to talk about this week on this week's rants. We got more to come to you with uh, talking sports and shit. You have you have an acquired taste or no? You just are you just ready? To I'm a, I have an acquired taste for for food because I'm fucking starving right now. All it's right, ridiculous. So. I, no, I'm, we're not gonna take a break. We're gonna do this, but I don't know what I'm gonna eat. That's all that's been on my mind today. <laughs> all right, when we come back, we got talking sports and shit. Quick rundown going there. Time is really flying. Shit, I didn't even notice that. All right, so when we come back, we got talking sports and shit. More to come. Stick guys, guys, stick around for a second. Sally, say hi. Hey, we'll come back, guys. Check you guys in a sec. This is TXS, 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 TNA, Superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS. This week's rants. Going into this week's rants, we're going to go talk to uh, Keith about the uh, NFL. Oh, I actually got a rant. Oh, you do? Oh, I oh. actually just got it. Oh, so let's let's rewind that. We'll go into um <laughs> before we go, we'll go into uh, cue I think the music. I to hear that this yeah. week's rant. This, we're gonna do a. As a matter of fact, cue 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 the sound effect for Keith's acquired taste. It's probably gonna be a pretty short one. That's fine. I'm not gonna roll with it. I have a good friend. Uh-huh. He's a giant fan. This kid is awesome. He's a bit of a. He's he's a bit of he reminds me a little bit of me when it comes to his teams, but his teams are way more successful than mine. Right. But he's a little bit of a, a baby when it comes to certain aspects of his team. And one touchy subject for him is Odell. And it's funny because I, I told him one thing that I, I'm proud, I'm very proud of. I can tell you all the picks that I got wrong, but one thing I'm very proud of, I said Odell Beckham will be a Hall of Famer before he even nobody knew what what he was. And I just said this guy's amazing. All the news right now I keep seeing is Odell Beckham being in the news, whether it's he's with this person, that person, Manziel, Azalea, doing this, getting this tattoo, hanging out. My friend is literally fed up with the shit that he's not at volunteering, volunteer, voluntarily, whatever the hell the word is, I'm freaking losing it, OTAs. (laughs) He's bent out of shape for that. Because he's not going to OTAs. Now, here's my thing. For all those people out there that are Giant fans, before I get to older Beckham fans, for all those people out there that are Giant fans, I want y'all to understand, number one, Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl quarterback, possibly Hall of Famer. Misses OTAs. Even if he does or he doesn't. He's still a two-time champion. He has the pedigree. You just signed Brandon Marshall, who everybody knows he's a locker room leader. You got Landon Collins, who became a leader last year. You got Jack Rabbit. Jenkins out there who 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 demands the locker room because he's a voice. Mm. Got JPP who is a true giant. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised as a giant, he's gonna always give his opinion. My thing is is that when it's mandatory, you got enough heads there that that can control a locker room. Mm. So all those people and my friend included crying that Odell's not being a leader and he's not being a, an example for the younger kids and all that. Some people are put on this earth to be spectacular, and some are just put on this earth to be leaders. And I don't yeah, think he's you know, be, it's true. I don't think some he's gonna be. Yeah, some are born just, just to, to play. be good. Just to play, yeah, I don't see Odell Beckham Jr. being a me, a leader of men at all. And how old is this? How old is Odell got to be twenty three. Who maybe. the hell wants a twenty three year old leader? Yeah, 
Thank you. And who? who you, you barely, what wide receiver do you know leads a team? And it's kind of tough when you have a 23 year old quarterback leading a team. Yeah. It's still like, it's like, who going to listen? First of all, who going to listen to a receiver? Because they're going to look at, oh, they go a receiver crying again. Yeah. He being a baby. Da 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 da. He's not volunteering to be at OTAs. Yeah. What's wrong? I think the dictionary needs a revision because I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I tend to lose myself with some of these fans. Yeah. And my friend is like all bent out of shit. I'm like, listen, bro. I know what you're you're asking of this this individual, but you're asking the wrong things of, for the wrong from the wrong person. Right. You and the, my thing is, this is the thing that I I, I lose. I, I lose the I find the disconnect in is that why are Giant fans asking Odell Beckham to be a leader? You don't got leadership issues. Take it from the Jeff fan who who got a team full of nothing and no leaders. I'm telling you, my 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 20 year old rookie is gonna be a leader. That's that, that's a bad thing for a team. Shout, 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 out, to, shout out to my baby who uh, was a Jeff fan and is like. We had a conversation and she says, yeah, "Yeah, we're gonna suck this year." Oh yeah, I, but, <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna suck." Listen, this when year. your twenty-year-old rookie is gonna be looked at as the leader of your team, you got problems. But we don't want to talk about the Jets because I'm having a no, great day today. It's exactly yeah. right. Why are we looking to Odell Beckham for fucking listen, some type of? I get. On. Listen, he's the face of New York. He's a celebrity. He's he's a star. He just got hit. He's the first NFL player I can remember to get this shoe deal that we were going right. to talk about. We were going to talk about, yeah. He he's living a life right now that he actually has to be places where other regular NFL guys are not asked upon. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's still young, and he has not been humbled yet. And maybe yeah. he's, and maybe he never does get humbled. I mean, look, maybe. he should have been humbled after that boat shit. I mean, but still, like, maybe, maybe not. I just think. There's some players you just have to understand that they're put here on this beautiful earth to do certain things, not other things. Like he, I don't ever ever see him saying "Yo, riling up the team" and being in the middle of a huddle and scream. No, he's not gonna do that. Yeah, he's not that type of guy. He's and it's still, just like he's still pouting after games. Yeah, he yeah, he's so. gonna he's gonna be de- look. Now they got the celebration. Lord have mercy with these celebrations when he's gonna start celebrating. You know he's got stuff planned. Yeah. My thing is is that. What leaders you know is going to end up in the end zone dancing? <laughs> they, they, oh, they, I see they, Tom Brady headbutting people. That's yeah. his celebration. That's his thing, yeah. So my thing is is that, like, Giant fans out there, if if you have a little bit of sanity, I, 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 I'm I not a Giant fan, so you can easily give me, oh, you wouldn't know you're not a Giant fan. But take it from a guy who has a team with no leadership. No, I totally agree. I'm a Giant you know fan, and I agree the same like, way. T- take it easy with Odell. Odell is going to be catching touchdowns. He'll be there when it's mandatory, and everything will be just fine. He'll show up June 13th when it's mandatory, and everything will be just fine. So, Giant fans, listen. You know, coge el panty y aguárdalo muy bien y con calma. In translation by Rosetta Stone, hold your panties and hold it really well. Grab your panties yeah, and just hold it Yeah, you'll be well. fine. Con calma, loco. Aaron, just calm down. And that is Keith's Acquired Taste. I really got to put theme music behind that. <laughs> and... Continuing with uh, talking sports and shit, we're gonna talk about the NFL and their new rulings going on. Uh, first of all, we just mentioned the uh, the end zone celebration dances, which I said, Good. I always said, you just drove almost a hundred yards. Let's say twenty, let's say eighty yards, let's say forty yards against eleven fucking guys who want to destroy you. You get to score, mm-hmm. and. You're not allowed to be happy. Like <laughs> this is always my shit. Like, I mean, this be the NFL. Honest. 
I've always said this in my head. I probably never said it out loud. The NFL is the closest thing, in in my opinion, to high school. The greatest correlation to the NFL is high school. Why? Because the majority of high school is the majority of students who they just go about their four years and they don't really they don't make it to the limelight. They don't get enough praise. They just do their time and they get out and they go move on. Most of the NFL is like that because most of the time, I say 80% of the players in the NFL don't touch the ball. Right. So the minute you touch, forget about a touchdown. The minute you touch the ball, they're pointing for first downs. Right. They're dropping balls. They're spinning it. Oh, if I get a two-yard catch, I'm going to spin it in front of your face because I haven't caught the ball all day. High school kids, the minute the minute they're, they're, they're even praised upon or, or, or looked at as somebody, oh, my God, he's going to be my friend. I'm hype. You know, like little, you get excited to the mm-hmm. point where you can't contain yourself. Right. God forbid you score a touchdown. God forbid. You, Lord have mercy. Give me the ball. And you I'm watch college games before, right? Boy, I'm a, I'm a wild out in that end zone. You watch college games, right? Yo, teams get a first down and you hear, bam, 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 bam. They celebrate for every fucking thing in college. I think I think the NFL. I think they kind of like one when they saw the dip in ratings. They saw the. They say it all the time. Like you gotta make make sure that even though it's a dream, it's a privilege to play in the NFL. It's still a job. So at the end of the day, if you're not happy with what you're doing and you're just going about the motions, look, you're Jacksonville. You win two games. Allen Robinson catches one touchdown. Let him celebrate. Yeah. It's one touchdown. Like. He doesn't wow, you know. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, I've seen guys get penalized for doing handshakes. It's bog. It boggles me. Didn't so. have a thing to where at one time they were, they 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 allowed you to celebrate, but it had to be outside of the end zone. Like they had like, like I know they. It they, was a certain area they, they allowed yeah, you they, to do what that. What they did was they 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 would keep it very uh, like a. a, a, a a standard where if it didn't get a little too carried away, right. and they they the dirty bird and all that shit, and it wasn't too much. But when you got Terrell Owens running midfield and spiking the ball on a star and shit, they started feeling some type of way. And I get it; it, it, it people are scared that Pandora's box might be open. But listen, think of it like this: you want to wild out, and I'm gonna let you celebrate a little bit more often now. Yeah. Be glad that I'm doing that. I'm happy that they're finally letting them a little bit. Still not enough in my book. But if they want to violate these rules, go ahead and violate it. You know why? You know what's going to happen? The minute that celebration is over and that flag is in the air, you just cost your team 15 yards. That's 15 yards from a not gimme uh, point after attempt that people miss now all the time. That extra point is not a gimme like it used right. to be. So fuck up, fuck up the rule. See how fast you're gonna miss one point and lose. And then, and then you know now with the with the with the with the policies, the way that they're looking at it is anything anything that exceeds uh, the hindrance of game time and a, a delay of game will no be no sexual acts or no Antonio right. Brown twerk, Antonio Brown twerking, right. or none of that. I mean, all right, cool. I like that they're gonna let them celebrate with the ball. Right, that's cool. Let them celebrate with their teammates. I just read that um uh th- th- this might be the uh the Lambo leap might be in jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it'll probably never. I mean, even if they get penalized, that'll never stop. That's like that's like the Yankees never coming out with a new hat that's still the same colors every year. <laughs> yeah, it'll just never. It'll stop. progress. It's yeah, like, it's like oh look look the, the Yankee hat and now it's it has still, a, it, it has it has a, 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 a commemorative. Uh, it's stitched backwards. Yeah, exactly, and you won't even tell. It's 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 it's, it's the Yankees. Dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> but one thing that one celebration that I think that um I feel like what should be I, I don't know you just call me crazy but I think um when when the teams are like like. 
are, are down and they have no business celebrating. Like if if I'm a ref and I'm I'm using like my my, my better judgment, yeah, your discretion, running, my yeah. my discretion, and you're down thirty and we're two minutes away from the game ending mm-hmm. and you start a celebration and you take it maybe one more minute too long, I'm gonna violate you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like 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 let the refs. Hopefully the refs have a little bit of discretion. Like, yeah. That's my opinion. Uh, the other thing was the overtime rule, uh, which uh, they want to minimize the the time of the. You see, I think this was a bigger more debate, a uh, big a bigger debate than anybody else. Uh, had to offer because they want to minimize it to ten minutes. Also, um, they are they did well. They, they minutes, minim- yeah. yeah, they minimized it to ten minutes, and uh, you know there, there was a lot. There, there, there was there was there was there was a positive and a negative. You know, pros and cons to it. My whole thing was always, you know, there was something that was saying the college rule. I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm, I, I like the college rule, but it's just stay in college. For me, I've always said both teams should have the opportunity to get the ball. I was always a fan of that. Both teams should have the opportunity to touch the ball. Um, yeah, she is cute. Uh, I, I, yeah, I always, I always felt that you know that that's the thing. Uh, there were some who believe if you want to touch the ball, then stop them. Yeah, I mean, they should. I get it. They 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 want they want to make it more dramatic and shorten it or whatever. I'm not too moved by the move. I'm 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 still. I'm very fifty-fifty by, by by taking away those two extra minutes. My thing is, is that if you score right away a touchdown, it shouldn't end the game. I get the field goal, and then the other team gets a chance. It shouldn't end the game. My thing is, mind you, this is a crazy Keith talking because I, I have ideas for every sport. Once the once the play, once the overtime begins, the score is zero. The score is zero. You mm-hmm. got 10 minutes to score as many touchdowns as possible. That's okay. it. Boom, done. If you score two and they score two and then it ends, it's just, it's a goddamn tie. I think the, if they will be afraid for that, the only fear they have is because of injuries. I get it. That's another thing. That's fine. But you can also kick the fucking field goal, and that's counted. I, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, I, it should be a brand new game. Sudden death doesn't really work well in the NFL because you have so many players on the field at once. I mean... It, it it really kind of goes against a lot of shit in the NFL if you can't score a touchdown in ten minutes. Though, yeah, if you think about it like that. You know, you're given the opportunity where you can do so much: return a kick, return a punt. Yeah, but listen, you also know teams that that were able to hold the ball for fucking uh, eight and a half. There's so many tactical yeah. ways yeah. to go about it. That's the beauty about the NFL is that yeah. you can win a game. It, I think I've heard the stat. You can win games in a. a, a I think it was a Guinness or someone who uh, dropped the stat. Um, where well, not the stat, the the fact where I think it's uh, I think it's three thousand ways to win an NFL game. Damn. Yeah, there's three thousand. I think it's three thousand ways to win an NFL game, and I think it's double. I th- no bullshit. It's like triple, almost triple the number of uh, how to lose an NFL game. So there's there's there, I mean it's very that's why the NFL is the way it is because I mean you can you can go so many ways with it you can you can you can mess yourself up in so many ways with it but ten minutes OT I I, I mean I, I think they they for the better judgment I, I I say the competition committee most of the time gets it right I'm not too moved by it like I mentioned earlier for me you gotta like change a lot of things with the penalties right. instead of like time of overtime. I always felt like pass interference shouldn't be a spot foul. It should be just 15 yards, but it'll never get changed that way. And I just think holding needs to be regressed significantly. And um, maybe then we'll see a different change. But 
you know, the NFL, like they say now, remember chicks dig the long ball, chicks dig the touchdown now. Fucking bullshit! Odell Beckham has just signed probably the, well, it is, the biggest sneaker deal mm. in NFL. Which is not a huge deal, but it's big for an NFL player. For NFL player. Uh, NFL.com reports uh, Odell Beckham just scored the biggest contract of his life. Uh, seems as though that... Away from football. Away from football. Mm. Seems that it'll be uh, $25 million for over five years. Um... I don't know what in comparison to NBA players because we already know that NBA is the bigger you know the bigger because of that's course that's a rookie they, deal that's their that's their that's uni- a rookie deal yeah but that's their uniform oh yeah yeah, yeah the sneakers are their uniform mm-hmm. uh, this is this is basically a score for uh, Josie's boy just said he hopes that his sneakers look better than uh, Victor Cruz's because Victor Cruz was terrible looking. listen man but uh, I know um, Revis had ugly kicks but they weren't like popular pop, like as popular as like even Odell I know. Other play, I had Barry Sander kicks, but mm-hmm. the thing about the NFL is yeah, that the Dion, NFL, Dion, has, Dion has some. Dion has some nice joints. Yeah, Dion actually. has some good sneakers. The thing about the NFL is that I I was told that they they don't necessarily sell well, but I I just feel like that's that's more of an NFL thing because I think over time the NFL has grown right. to, to put these players on such a pedestal now that I mean. You got a guy like Odell who's all over the place. He'll sell some kicks if the fucking Lavar Ball can sell them ugly things. Mm. Odell Beckham's gonna be just fine with Nike and them taking care of a concept idea. See, my thing is, is that this is a good opportunity for a lot of other players. I can't wait that this you know, be the possibility for other doors to open for these other NFL players because the NFL, a lot of people don't understand how much the NFL restricts players from doing other things. Like, I've seen guys not been able to promote certain brands because the NFL has such strict re- restrictions. Gronkowski, one of his biggest sponsors is Pickle Juice. Like, for Gronkowski to just be doing just that. Pickle Juice. You know what I'm saying? Gronkowski is such a humongous. Like, don't be twisted. Gronkowski might be the next guy to get something He should huge. have beer commercials. Oh, definitely. my God. Like, imagine Gronkowski on, like, like the cover of, like, Budweiser or Corona yeah. or, like, you know, Jesus Christ. By the way, uh, as per uh, Tom Rock, of Newsday, Odell five year rookie contract with the Giants will pay him a total of uh eighteen point eight million. Good for him. His Nike contract is five year deal, twenty five million. So, he's in, compa- the, in comparison to for NFL players, he's doing pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. He's getting quarterback almost close to quarterback bread. Although, uh, uh, as for NFL.com, the deal almost came with a little bit of drama. Seems uh, seems as though that Nike and Adidas separately were looking into getting uh, uh Odell Beckham. Well, Adidas, if Adidas is smart, if Adidas is smart, Matt, this is just me. You got Nike getting possibly the face of the NFL. If Adidas is smart, Adidas go get a quarterback. Mm. Go 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 do yeah, a quarterback. True, yeah, it's true. Go get who right now. You know what Adidas would do? Go do something with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. There you go. That's how you go head to head. You got Dallas versus the Giants. You got Nike versus Adidas. Because people don't know the long rivalry between Nike and Adidas. That mm-hmm. shit goes back way. That shit goes back to Germany. Like that's how deep that shit goes into. Right. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Adidas goes and gets a Dallas Cowboy and says, "All right, we're gonna give him twenty six million for six years or something like that or for four years." You know, and that's a good. And you got a young play. The second biggest face that's not a quarterback would probably be a Cowboy right, right. now. So that that I mean, at the end of the day, everybody wins. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Continuing on, uh, going to the NBA playoffs, we just saw the closing of the uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference championships. We have 
30 in a row, Cavaliers versus the Warriors is what uh, everybody, no, not everybody wanted to see this. No, <laughs> not everybody wanted Who to see this. Who didn't want to see this? Of course, there's a. Of course, there's haters out there that didn't want to see this. Well, they wanted to see a sweep because that would have not, been a sweep. All, if it would have been anything else. First of all, they did not want to see LeBron in there. That's number one. So then they wanted to see a sweep. Number two, they also are saying that oh, this. To me, I said Warriors won one year. Cavs won the following year. Now it's the rubber match. Like I, I think that's the way I look at I it. I said it the other time, the other day, the other time we recorded. This is going to be the greatest finals we probably ever see, and as well as it should. It should be also the highest because now it's on oh, it, yeah. ABC. Dude, I can't wait for next Thursday, bro. Like, is, I, I'm, I'm not going to watch that shit in the house. I'm going out to see that thing. Yes, and as well as it should because I mean, for anybody that should be really hating, excuse me, these finals. Um, you some someone damaged you years ago. Like they, they, you were you, you were you inappropriately like manipulated nah, or something. It was, they probably lost like on two K to yeah, like because it's it to me it's like you got the the it's like fucking wrestling the mega powers meeting the mega box from like f- mm. fucking SummerSlam. Oh, go on. Thank you. Um, it's one of those things that well, where, Stone Cold in Austin those three uh, times. The, uh, right? uh, um, um, the Rock and oh, yeah, Stone. like I hear me Stone Cold in Austin. What the hell's wrong with me? The Rock and Austin. <laughs> No, no, it's like the Rock in Austin, like that kind of thing. It's a rivalry, yeah. I mean, duh. I mean, who doesn't like that stuff, bro? That's crazy. Let me tell you, I've had and I've I've had conversations with individuals that I literally had to walk away because I was like, Yo, you know, what'd be I don't dope. Check this out. You know, what'd be dope if the Cleveland Indians beat the Cubs in the World Series this year. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Another, let's get, a, let's, get, a, let's get another rubber match for the following yeah, year. Yeah, listen, why not? You know, those are two franchises that wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind winning again. Cubs winning again, sure. Why not let them win again? And Cleveland, I think now they're the longest um, team without a but championship. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 sad because uh, people have just. I mean, to me, it, it, it's. I, I would take it if the, the the energy was channeled the right way. It brings more. Fun to the sport to know that you don't like this final. Like it, it brings more fun to it because now you have to you watch know, man, it. Listen, you those have same, to watch it. Those same haters are gonna watch this thing and go up and down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean they're just saying. I, I ain't watched that bullshit, but you saw the way that uh, Kyrie Irving was playing. Like, Motherfucker, you watching that shit? Cut that shit. Out. No, and you're right, and it's it's possibly going to be the it has highest. The, it has the, the potential it has to be the, the highest. It, I've. I've come across a few finals where even when it was like Miami and and San Antonio and you know like when it was that rivalry that wasn't nowhere near this is because the star power here is this is we're yeah, talking this, this is this, this is big this time. is big yeah, this, this is, is big time big. I'm excited because Lord knows the playoffs have been horrid. Fuck I mean, my ass is whoa the fuck out. I don't know what was worse these playoffs are Iron Man three. <laughs> so Lonzo Ball continuing the NBA Lonzo Ball uh, is said to be trying out. Uh, working out with uh, the 76ers or giving a look-see to them, whereas uh, they, he, they denied a workout with the Boston Celtics. To me, somebody got in that young man's ear and said, listen. Oh, who do you think? Uh, an agent uh, agent had to talk to him. Agent or some some kind of agent. I think had, it was his daddy. Do you think that his daddy finally said something? Because honestly, um, it wasn't a good look. Although many people have said, listen, you know, Eli Manning did it. Uh, John Elway did it. It's like this is you're you're this is a different monster. Like this is different. I don't know why you would put this young man in the same caliber with possible Hall of Famers. Like I mean, this is well, if not the Hall of Famers, because mm-hmm. Elway is a Hall of Famer. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the the atrocity is is that like you said, Daddy <laughs> maybe or if not is the hindrance for this kid. 
He is the hindrance. And somebody got in his ear. I, you say daddy. I say an agent or or or, or some type of um outside party said, said, listen, you need. He said on the herd. He said he wasn't going to work. Not even on the herd. He said on ESPN2. He said he's not going to work out for Boston. Yeah. His dad said it for him, and he look. He just did exactly what his dad said. And he, but yet you would work out with the seventy sixes. Like I mean, I, I I'm not too against that because I mean, not, I'm not. I'm I, not. I it's just like seventy six with the young town they got. It'd be nice. But here's my thing. Here my here's my two cents. You you about to go into the NBA? This is a grown man league. You gonna go in that locker room? They gonna look at you and they are gonna be like, "You still listening to your daddy?" Yeah, that's just like, true. What you still doing? To listen to your daddy. And then the, the second thing is, is that... Well, not really, because a lot of them still listen to the oh, mother. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> still but not mom. the way he does. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? And then the second thing is, is that... I think he's a fucking hostage. The second thing is, is that for you to deny an NBA team, that is the the, the cojones. Yeah, the balls. Listen, are, let me tell you something. The, Laron, the Lonzo balls Let me tell you something. The only athlete I've ever, 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 I mean ever, 28 beautiful years, God bless, I hope it's many more, to see, to, I've ever seen an athlete tell a professional team, nah, I'm not going to mess with y'all, is Eli Manning. Yeah. He told the San Diego Chargers, no, it's not happening. And he became a New York Giant, and God bless him, was the best decision he ever made. This might be the best decision Lonzo might make, but I don't know, man. You got to, first of all. You got a pair of Alonzo balls on you to be. You got the opportunity to play for two beautiful franchises, the Lakers and the Celtics. This is two of the best franchises. You tell me as a rookie, I could play with either or. I'll be like, yo. Two legendary teams. Yo, you know what? Flip the coin. For me, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't care what position they are. You telling me I could be a Laker or I could be a Celtic, regardless where they're at, currently in the NBA, I jump up and down to that. You're telling me you're going to work out for the 76ers? I swear to you. I would fucking, if I was Boston, I would draft the little prick. I would draft him uh, and out, of spite. Tra- and out of spite and then trade him the fuck away. I'll get, I'll get. Send that nigga to Pelicans. I'll send him to fucking Utah. I'll get Gordon Hayward. <laughs> oh, but Hayward's going to be free agents. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I say, yo, oh, but, what, oh, whatever. You know, like, you send him get, to the worst team so he yeah. can be miserable Put him in shit. fucking, um, put him in fucking, uh, 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 limbo. About this? Not, e- not even draft him. Not even do him, not even do him the, the, the disrespect. Just trade the one pick, the number one pick with a team. Yeah. And then he has no fucking choice. Right. Then he has to walk up that stage and wear that hat. <laughs> That's the more embarrassing part. That's where you really hit him. Because if I draft you, look, I'm the Celtics, I'm the Lakers. Listen, I could go up there and I could feel salty about going to your team, but it's still the Celtics or the Lakers. You thinking you're sitting there, all right, I'm going to go to Celtics or Lakers, and the next minute you hear the Pelicans trade for the number one pick. I'm not, I'm not going to put that hat on. Fuck, I look like putting a New Orleans Pelicans hat on. Like, Well, listen, look what happened with Kobe. Kobe got drafted. And he got traded. He got traded. Same same moment. Done. Dunzo. His he fucking went from basketball. from the Hornets to the Lakers. Yeah, his basketball court has him. His rookie the court has him with the Hornets. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was I, different, though. Yeah, yeah. But not in this situation. This is bananas. You know... He 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 he's he's doing he's doing one thing good. He's making me want to watch the NBA draft, which I said I would never watch. So. But you go, you're gonna, I'm gonna watch it. You seem like you seem like you're interested. I'm now. gonna see what's gonna happen that day. Definitely. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns, and those who dig. Going back to NFL, is that Clint Eastwood? I, yes. <laughs> go, Shit, I go, thought I saw him on Logan. Going back to um, going to NFL. Good <laughs> <him> Logan. <laughs> um. Megatron, unretiring? I keep hearing that. He's not. He's not. He's he's salty about the way he, things ended in Detroit, and rightfully so. And that man deserves way more than what they gave him. And 
he's gonna go like help talk to the players in Oakland, and you got Marshawn coming out of retirement. People are connecting the dots. For the NFL's sake, they better hope he don't retire. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Yo, for the NFL's sake, they better hope let's, not. Listen. L- you don't want to see him catching balls in silver and black with, with that listen, offense. Listen, just listen to what that offense looks like. <laughs> without Amari him. Amari Cooper. Think about it without him. Amari Cooper. Crabtree. Crabtree. And Calvin Johnson. Yeesh. That's geez, That's going to be the greatest show everywhere. That's gonna Drafting be Derek Carr number one overall. <laughs> I'm not even joking about that. That occurs. It's like, not yo. Not even joking. Yo, every fantasy league, everybody's going to be I'm like, not even Brady who? <laughs> I am not even. I swear to you, I will take Derek Carr number one in every fucking draft. So. That'll be insane. I don't give a fuck about a running back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Continuing going back to the NBA, Chris Bosh has, uh, and the uh, MBPA has agreed to uh, basically sever ties with the Miami Heat. Uh, as you know, uh, Chris Bosh has been out for a couple of years due to some uh, blood clotting issues, and it uh, seems as though that he's passed uh, all examinations, seems he's medically cleared, and he's ready to go. My question to you, Keith, is will he play again in the NBA? Yes. Talent is there. Teams don't have enough of it in the NBA. He'll definitely play. I seen Lonzo Mourning have like kidney. What was it? The kidney thing, and he yeah. missed a year, and he came back. He came back. I, I definitely see uh, Bosch definitely returning back to the NBA. Um, uh, I hope all's well. I hope everything is legit with terms of the medicals. But Chris Bosch, I always like. Excuse me. Apologize. Uh, I've always thought Chris Bosch was severely undervalued by so many people out there who think they know the game of basketball. I think he is absolutely. That's 19 points and 10 rebounds in his sleep. Definitely. Easy. I, I'm i going to say that I think he – I don't think so. I think he'll probably get a, a, a workout here and there. He'll maybe uh, he'll sign here and there. But I, I – unfortunately, I think – Because of the fear of things? Yeah, and I think that he's going to um, – So it's not his ability. It's more no, just the I, health. Yeah, I think it's going to be the health thing. And I think that – um. I think he probably was enjoying being out of the game for a little bit. It looks like I saw him on KG show on TNT a few times. It, it was cool. Especially him and KG together, because we all know the Heat and Boston thing. Um, I mean, Chris Bosh is a basketball player, and I think the time away may have brought him a little bit of peace at mind with family and just being healthy and, you know, just being able to just live life. But I think at the end of the day, for most athletes, they have that itch. You got Marshawn coming back. He didn't have a health issue like Bosh did, but... I think he's going to give it a shot. I think he's definitely going to give it a shot. And I hope he lands on a team that he will be used properly and um, not put his health at any risk. And um, I've told you yesterday, I, I think the best place for him will be alongside LeBron James. It, you know what? It, it, you know, you put him next uh, to K-Love, he'll, 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 he'll sub K-Love out and it'll just be perfect. The league would just not be fair anymore. <laughs> and I bitch about the league not being fair, but it's just it just makes perfect sense. Why would I see Chris Bosh going to a team like a needy team like the Knicks for what? Like yeah. for what? What? You could go for that. You could play basketball in the backyard. Do, do you think? <laughs> do you think the Knicks would even give a chance? Like give a try to go? Get no, him? because he's not from Romania. Oh, that's yeah. I forgot. Yeah, they like I'm Romanian yeah, guys. Like fucking idiots, bro! I swear to God. But I am. I am hope. I, I. I hope. I'm hoping that he does make some type of look to um return. to return. But yeah, I, I, really, I, I would love to see him back. The memes will be unbelievable. Uh, I miss them, and you know, I, I'm a big, I'm a Chris Bosh fan. Like literally, he's a good basketball player. So I, uh, he's definitely gonna probably be uh, uh, 
brought in very slowly because he's, I think it's been two years and right. basketball. You need to be, you know, you basketball years when you miss them, you miss them. You I know? see some summer leagues for him, and then he'll be tip top ready. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely got to play a preseason. You know, handle his business there, and I mean, probably probably get into shape. He's probably in shape, but not basketball shape. So, uh, how fine. you doing? Uh, unfortunately, we lost a uh, Hall of Fame NFL player this past week. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks family lost a, uh, a legend in their time, Cortez Kennedy, at the age of 48. Also Miami Hurricane legend. Ma- definitely a hurricane. Like, wow, he has some big – he was deadly there, man. Like, people were afraid to go near him, man. He was an amazing – I got to see him very, very late when I didn't even know how to analyze football in my brain. Right. But um, I – I've seen the tapes. He was amazing. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, the part of the best recruiter to ever live this on this earth. I mean, he knew what he was doing in Miami. He went to Seattle. He did his thing there. That wasn't the Seattle that we know of now. But, right. I mean, they still. That was my Seattle. That was the yeah. Seattle that I enjoyed. That Seattle mm-hmm. where they had Warren Moon and they yeah, had yeah. Kurt Warner as a running back, not a Kurt, not a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner's the other one. So like, you know, what I mean, I, hey, forty. I think it was forty-five. Forty-eight years old. Forty-eight. Young guy, still undisclosed of what you know, he uh, what he passed away sucks, from. Man. And for all you old heads who are you know my age, I'm not gonna date myself at this time. But uh, if you ever played Tecmo Bowl or, or tech, uh, Super uh, Super Tecmo Bowl. Um. Yeah, the, that was the guy that you used in, in when you played with Seattle to go and get that right. fucking quarterback. So yeah, uh, Cortez Kennedy uh, gone at the age of forty eight. Yeah, we, I think that's pretty much it, man. I think we can say goodbye. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. Oh my god! What am I gonna eat? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think we, we. I think this is snack time. As a matter of fact, I have to feed uh, Super Producer Sally. She has to eat. I think I might have like a meal like The Rock has, like every five months. You're I'm gonna- fucking starving. <laughs> Literally, I'm starving. All right, guys. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook at Regular Season Sportscast. Uh, the like and group page. In the house. <laughs> check <laughs> us out on on the. Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti and check us out on YouTube at The Regular Season Sports. Also, I just remembered that I have we, we have a Tumblr as well at Regular Season Sportscast Tumblr. So everything like, gets linked up and goes to there as well. So if you guys are so on whenever Tumblr. Whenever anybody's feeling emo, Yeah, you could go on, on Tumblr or if you're into like some other different you know, erotic and exotic Yo, stuff, listen, make a Sconex and I'll pump that yeah, shit. Yeah, we're going to pump it on Sconex. <laughs> Mi gente, I'll be the first thing on I just on recently there. opened up my MySpace Hilarious! I will, I, yo. If you put it on me, gente, I'll be the first person pumping it. <laughs> All right, guys. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of it. Uh, of course, the acquired taste. Keith is in the building. Podcast, Poppy, bench form of words. Yeah, this, know. I don't know what I'm gonna eat, man. Yeah, we got we got to find you something. To you eat know what because, sounds good? What popcorn chicken? Popcorn chicken? You like, nah, you like nah. Popcorn chicken, sir? No, no. It's okay. chicken nuggets, but like it's like smaller. little popcorn. Oh yeah, she likes. You know that. what? No, 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 not popcorn chicken. All right, we're going to figure it out what he's going to get. Listen, uh, I'm not best for business. He's over here trying to figure out what he's going to eat. Um, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style. Is that food? And um, What is that? <laughs> no? What is we're going to catch you guys on a rebound. Uh, Keith, you want to have your signature sign off? That's how I feel right now. You want your signature sign off? I'm hungry. That's all that I'm signing off on right now. Right, TRSS, they should feed us. TRSSpodcast.com. Like, Richard, you got to get us some muffins or something. Like, get us a bagel. Roll into 100 <laughs> episodes, man. Check you guys on the rebound. School wash. Maybe a banana or some grapes. I don't Regular know. season sportscast. <laughs>
Seasons Sportscast.